All right, welcome to the Sunday Sports Talk. I know I haven't been here for a minute because I've been doing a lot of other stuff lately, but I'm back and I'm gonna be more consistent. I do not know where Sprags is. I like have no idea where Sprags. I've been calling him, I've been texting him, but I don't know where he at. He probably went on another Jamaican cruise again. Anyway, I'm gonna start with this. Successful people always tell you to at least try to take chance, take a chance on it, on something. They try to tell you that. They tell you to take a chance. If you want to be successful, you got to make that leap. You got to take that chance. If you don't take the chance, what do you have? If you stay, if you stay in your comfort zone, in your comfort zone, and scared to risk anything, you kind of don't go anywhere. You get stuck in the same place. Like when you think, like you got to think about those things. Like when you think about it, like let's think about Jay Z. His album just came out. Imagine if Jay Z decided, you know, just because okay he, he was rapping and let's say his raps wasn't all that yet, and people say, oh yeah, you suck and all this other stuff, and then he just stopped. He never took a chance to continue and try to do something with it. Sure, he was probably risking something, risking, risking a lot, like like using all, like wasting all his time and stuff. Well, he wasn't wasting it because he was successful with it. It may look like a waste of time and he just doing unnecessary shit, but it's not. He went out, took a chance on himself, and went for it. And now look at him. Even in business, if you don't take a chance on starting, that's why people don't start businesses. If you don't take a chance on the business, you don't know if it's profitable. You might you have to risk spending some money to create a business. If you don't want to try it, you get nothing. If you have a business venture out there that you want to go after, but you're scared to try because it might fail and you don't want to risk anything, well, where you are right now is where you're going to be. And that's where the Celtics are right now. They don't want to risk those draft picks. They don't. They want to risk those assets because they're scared. They don't want to risk anything. You have Danny Ainge out here trying to save 25 draft picks and he's scared to get rid of two that's ridiculous what is he doing he lost Paul George already for nothing which I think was something else but he still lost him he lost Jimmy Butler for nothing the Bulls got nothing back and the Celtics would have gave them more the Bulls got nothing back basically an injured player and a, and, a, and a rookie who averaged three points a game. Nothing back. They lost Paul George. Who they get? Who they get? Oladipo and Sabonis? The Celtics don't got better offers than that? You have to take chances. And we got to quit acting like... Danny Ainge got to stop acting like these draft picks are like gifts from God. You're not that good at drafting, Danny Ainge. You're not... I can go down a whole list from 2011 and down. 2011, you had Marshawn Brooks and Etwan Moore. 2012, you had Jared Sullinger and Fab Mello. And you missed out on Draymond Green. Then you had Kelly Olenek, you missed out on Giannis Antetokounmpo. 2014, you had Marcus Smart and James Young, and you missed out on Dario Sarge, Yusuf Nurkic, and, and Jokic. They was all available. You got Marcus Smart and James Young. This was when you had Ray John Rondo at point. 
You didn't need Marcus Smart that bad. You didn't need James Young, but you definitely needed a center. Nurkic was there and Jokic. Well, who was your power for? I don't remember. I don't remember, but I don't even think they better than Sarge. You had choices. These are great players that you left out to get Marcus Smart and James Young. Marcus Smart, don't get me wrong, he's a pretty good player. He's not Jokic. He's not Nurkic. And Sarge is moving way faster than Marcus Smart is. Then you go out and get Terry Rozier and Jordan McKee. Jordan McKee has been in the D-League and out of the D-League for like about four or five times this year. Coming to the Celtics and leaving to go back to the D-League about four or five times. You get, Then after that, in 2016, you get Jalen Brown. Okay, we'll see what he do. He can't score. He can't shoot. But he got pretty good defense. And now you go out and get Jason Tatum, which is a great pick in my opinion. I believe he's the best pick you could have went with. I do not think you should have got Markel Fultz. I'm not saying Markel Fultz is a bad player. is a bad player, but that's okay. You know, I think Jason Tatum is NBA ready. I think NBA ready players are so much better than players that's not NBA ready. Like, if you don't have the sides yet, they're like, what do you, what do you, like, if you don't have the sides yet, you got to work on net while working on your game. It's just too much going on for you. But, Danny Ainge, you're better at trades than drafting. That proves it. You have you, all these picks you got came from trades. The big three you got to bring a ring to Boston was trades. That's what you got. You got trades. Those was trades that made your team great. Not drafting. I think your best draft was, I think, uh, was Ray John Rondo. And that I don't even know if that if I can even count that, and Avery Bradley, and it could be Jason Tatum now. I don't know if I don't know if he was there. I don't know if he was there if he drafted Paul Pierce. I don't know. I can't I can't give you that. I don't know. I don't think he was though. But Danny Ainge got to do better than this because right now he's on the verge of losing Hayward, and now his team is literally back where it was. And it goes back to my point. He's if you stay in your comfort zone, you stay in your comfort zone. You just stay right there. He don't want to go out on a limb and try to do something. Sometimes you just gotta risk it. If it don't work, it didn't work. But at least try to do something, Danny Ainge. Something. You turned down the Bulls trade offer of Jimmy Butler for a third round pick, and I think maybe a starter. No, I think it was just Marcus Smart. You take that. I don't care. Look, I love Jason Tatum. I'm, I would rather have Jimmy Butler than Jason Tatum. Because Jason Tatum, we got to wait about five, six years for him to really be to his full potential. Remember, you're, you're drafting 18, 19-year-old kids to go into a league where there's a LeBron and a Kawhi Leonard and a Kevin Durant and a Russell Westbrook. And you want 18-year-olds to just be great? They got about five years. Jason Tatum, about five years before he be good. How old will, um, how old will, um, what's his name will be? Isaiah Thomas, 33. Point guards, that little, they start to crumble. They start getting hurt. It's a big A. Say what you want. It's not a little man's league like that. Which is why point guards cannot lead players to the NBA, cannot lead players 
well, not players, but can't lead teams to a championship and win them. They can't. Seth and Kirby did it. That's it. I can't. And I mean, like in this era, I, I mean, Isaiah Thomas did it. Magic Johnson, I'm not counting him. He was 6'9". But little six six feet point guards are not made for that, and not let alone being five foot eight. Come on, five like this. Not, it doesn't work that easy. You gotta you gotta have more. Five foot eight is not winning you championships. Five foot eight is getting you to the playoffs. That's it. They're not winning you championships. Danny Ainge, take some chances. Bet on yourself. It's okay. If you fail, it's okay. I mean, I believe it's okay. You've done good things. You've done great things. I don't think they, they, won't, they won't fire you off of one leap. It's not like your job is on the line. You've done well with the Celtics. It's a, it's a well-run organization, but you just have to go for it sometimes. Or maybe they're going after, they, maybe they're going for the uh, Russell Westbrook sweepstakes that's coming up soon. You never know. You know, you never know. He might just be going for Russell Westbrook. Might be going for LeBron. <laughs> Who knows? He probably just going. He might see something better in the next free agency. There's a big free agency coming next year. Probably way bigger than this. Who knows? But Gordon Hayward, he met with the Heat, Jazz, and Celtics. We're waiting on his decision now. I don't know when, when he's going to make it. I believe he'll make it on July 4th. Um... I believe that's when he'll make his decision. I think he will go with... I'm going with the Heat. I don't think he goes back to the Jazz. I think he, he had this run there, and the West is getting harder and harder, and it's getting heavier and heavier over there. I don't think he want to be in that. I doubt he wants to be in that. So I doubt... I'm strongly doubting the Jazz. Celtics probably got the best chance of getting him because of Brad Stevens, and they are contenders. Based, they're sort of contenders. Cause they got to the Eastern Conference Finals and they can do it again. So I guess you can, with Gordon Hayward, they'll be better. So and they keep everything, they keep all their assets. He keeps all his picks that he's scared to get give away. He keeps everything. He could be the second coming of Larry Bird. He'll be good for the league. I don't think he can be the second coming of Larry Bird because I don't think he's a first option player. I think he's a second option player. He can say Isaiah Thomas the first option, but at the end of the day, as long as they, they need someone to score, and I think Hayward can do it. But do not count out Miami. Miami can, hey, Miami can easily, Miami can easily take this over. The organization is great, top notch. They know they prove Miami has proved that they go out there and, and do everything they can to get stars. They impressed him on his interview. They had banners of him in the streets of Miami when he came. I think. Miami is definitely on his mind. He is a he's not really a um a player like that though. He's more of a like small town type type of player. He's not really hip on my like the life of Miami, of the nightlife of Miami and things like that. I don't think he really good on that. He's more of a he's kinda like a little nerd that don't really like to go out much. He has a family. Has a newborn. I don't think he he wants to really go out that much, and that's pretty much what Miami kind of brings you. And I don't think that's him. But who knows? You know, Miami is a better fit to me. You have a great point guard who can pass. I mean, what the, I think the most Isaiah Thomas assist rate ratings were was six. 
I think his stats was six, I think. And you got hey, you got a Dragic who's ready to who's, who's willing to pass. You got an athletic wing and Justin Justice Winslow, and you got a rim protector and rebounder and Hassan Whiteside, who can move. He ain't slow. You kind of got you kind of got the same team in Utah. So if you're in a larger market and you will attract probably you'll definitely attract more NBA players and more stars. So I think my my pick my prediction for that would definitely be Miami. You know, that's what I think. I think I think he goes to Miami. I think Brad Stevens, not Brad Stevens, I think Danny Ainge not making the move on on um, Jimmy Butler and Paul George. I think because of that, that kills him a little bit. I think that's kind of that kind of ruins their plans because he's looking like I feel if I'm, I'm Gordon Hayward, I'm looking like these guys scared to make to give me to get players over here. I'm not trying to be the main attraction, you know. I, as, if I'm Gordon Hayward, because Gordon Hayward can't be. I'm not trying to be the main attraction. Like who? Like I need other people here. But if you're scared to bring players to me, bring players to Boston, why should I go? Miami proved it. They gutted their whole roster for a big three. Pat Riley's not afraid to bring him. He's not afraid to make chances. That's what he do. Great organization. A great coach. I mean, if I was him, I'm in Miami. That's just that's me. If I'm if I'm him, I'm in Miami. I'm in Miami this year. The Indiana Pacers trades Paul George for Oladipo and Sabonis. I'm gonna tell you who the winner of this trade is. And it's not the Pacers and it's not Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City is a loser with the Pacers because Paul George and this is a prediction on me I'm predicting this now after this year Paul George and Russell Westbrook will be in LA that's what's going to happen this year Paul George and Russell Westbrook will be in LA and I don't think they know it's coming they think they they they, they may think I think they think Paul George will leave but they think Russell Westbrook will stay because maybe Durant because how Durant left, he don't want that. He don't want Russell to leave like that. But don't be shocked. Russell Westbrook will leave, and he will go to LA. Hey, remember, he went. Don't forget, he went to LA. He played for UCLA. He has a he has a California personality. He has a big California type personality. He do not have this small OKC personality. This is not his type of town. He's a, he's an LA guy. And, have, and not having that point guard, to have a shooting guard is a dream. You have Lonzo bring the ball up the court, not Russell Westbrook. You don't. Like it's, a, it's it's perfect. I feel like Lake, the Lakers is going to be a, the, the the new attraction again, and Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka will be the ones who brings that out. I think this was. I think it's coming. Honestly, I think the Lakers is coming back. They're going to make their moves again. I don't think it's enough to beat the Warriors. I don't think anything with Russell Westbrook is enough to beat the Warriors. But that's what will happen. Both teams will lose. Pacers, they got bullshit because the Celtics offered way more than this. They offered way more than this. And the and they decided to do this and get Oladipo and Sabonis just to spite Paul George. Pretty much telling him, hey, you don't want to be in our small-ass town? Well, how about this small-ass town? Because the only thing we're not going to do is bring you to L.A., keep you in the East, or bring you contenders. Because the Cavs gave, was going to give them Kevin Love, but they went with Oladipo and Sabonis and no picks. They wanted young players and draft picks. They got no picks and got Sabonis and Oladipo. 
Could have got Kevin Love. Could have got some draft picks and maybe a starter from the Celtics. But instead, you went with Oladipo and Sabonis. Let's see how that go. Not good stuff right there. I don't really respect that from the Pacers. Talking about, oh, it was a gut punch. It wasn't no gut punch. Paul George told you early to get assets, but you wanted to show your authority. So instead of getting something that was good for the team, you went out to Paul George instead. And it's your fault. So Pacers, I believe, would not be good anymore. Pacers are done. So... I don't think they'd be good for a very long time. Let's just do it. Let's just let's just do the draft, cause players not finna go there, cause they believe like, okay, if I'm stuck and I gotta trade people, so if I got, if I if I if I'm stuck here and I probably want to trade, they're obviously going to send me somewhere horrible, just not even for the team, but just for that. Simple as that. Just just to spite me. So I don't think players want to be there. Um, other things that happened. Paul Millsap went to Denver. I think that would be. I think that's perfect for him to go to Denver. That's absolutely wonderful. They go to Denver with Jokic. You have Paul Millsap. I think they need a point guard still. They definitely need a point guard. Jameer Nelson being a point guard in 2017 is kind of stupid. <laughs> so there's that. Um, who else? Cal Lowry. See how bad the East is. It went back to the Raptors because the East is horrible. Like if you look at the top 14 players in the league. There's only one East player, and it's LeBron, who might go to the Lakers. I really think we got to rethink this conference and seeding thing. We have to just go all, like, the top 16 teams go to the playoffs. Simple as that. We don't need these conferences anymore with the way way these teams are set up. Honestly, the West is going to, the playoffs in the West is going to be amazing. In the East mediocrely amazing it's gonna be close games with mediocre mediocre teams the bucks versus the 76ers will be a close series no one's trying to see the bucks the 76ers i am but a lot of play, people is not trying to watch that that is not attracting ratings that's like a, a, a what wednesday afternoon game no one's trying to see that So, yeah, be prepared for a, bl- a huge, monstrous blowout coming in the All-Star break. Because, I mean, you're going to have Reggie Evans and Kelly Olenek in, a, in the All-Star game in East. It's going to be unbelievably stupid. I think we're going back to the age where Michael Rea was an All-Star for the East. The Banana Boat Brothers. I want to talk about the Banana Bo- Boat Brothers real quick before I go. They all opt out this year. They all opt out. And they're going to the free agency, and I think they're all going to play together. LeBron said he admitted he really hopes that he really hopes that um, they all get a chance to play together before their career is over, for at least a season or two. You got to Hey, I think they're going to do. It. They all opt out after this season, and they all are in places they don't want to be. You could say Chris Paul might not be. But who knows? Who really knows? You know, LeBron, Wade, Melo, and Chris Paul, it could work. They won't win. I don't believe they win because the team just don't really work well together. They're older. Carmelo's older. Wade is old as hell. And it's just, it, I don't know. It won't. I don't think it works. But 
It'll be really fun to watch. I would love to see them all together. And I believe a lot of people would think they go to L.A. I don't believe that. I think they go to the Knicks. Why? You? I mean, you know, it's, it's a it's legitimate question why. Because the Knicks is stupid. And you have James Dolan, which will, could, could throw a wrench into my whole theory here. But what would you rather do? Would you rather win a uh, 16th? 16th championship for the Lakers or 17th championship for the Lakers or would you rather win the Knicks first championship in like 40 years they will be immortalized like they will all have statues in front of of Madison Square Garden and they will be the best team and players on the Knicks ever because who's the best who is the Knicks best players if you think about it um Charles Oakley, uh, Patrick Ewing, Anthony Mason, Walt Frazier, um, Willis Reed. Way LeBron, all of them are better than them. And they will easily become immortalized in New York. Like, you become gods of New York easily. Like, unbelievable. Like, you have to, I, I would love to see them in New York, but James Dolan would throw a wrench into that. So they could also just go to Miami, which could work as well. Like, like, yeah, my bad. I'm sorry. I was uh, reading a text message. They will work as well. So anyway, I mean, I mean, that's if Gordon Hayward don't go. That's if Gordon Hayward don't go. But I think Gordon Hayward goes to the, um, Miami Heat, so I don't think that probably throws a wrench into it. But hey, let me know. Let me know who y'all think. Follow me on Twitter at SoulXBrother and let me know what you think. Where will Gordon Hayward go? Will the Banana Bro brothers play together? Who knows? Um, so yeah, we still waiting on Gordon Hayward's decision. It should be he should have his decision to me. I think he'll have it on July 4th. We'll see what happens. I will see you guys next week. And I'm out.